good evening. Welcome. Evening. Evening. Evening, evening. evening. evening everybody. <laughs> uh, and welcome to episode... 86. No. Oh, really? 87. Really? Oh, my goodness. Okay. We're absolutely 100% on 87. <laughs> okay. This is 87. Okay. All right, what are we talking about today? Well, today we're trying something new. So, um, we have our... Um, podcast open or my po- sorry we have my clubhouse open is what i meant to say while we're doing this so um we're just live. to add a level of discomfort yeah, lee didn't think there was enough pressure involved so so our podcast started off as 10 minutes just audio podcast. Well, that, well that's what we that's what we agreed would be the case yeah and then within literally two days lee was filming them and they were an hour long so now he came to me this morning and said, oh, I think we should put them live on Clubhouse at the same time. So that's today's experiment. <laughs> it, would, it could all crash and burn. It could. You could find all that reputation you built up for yourself yeah. in Clubhouse is just going to disappear. So the way we're, we're thinking this is going to go is we're going to talk as usual as a podcast. Um, but at the end of our podcast, we're going to invite people that are in the Clubhouse room to join us uh, on stage and any input that they've got or any questions or whatever that they can jump yeah, in. Yeah, which we may or may not record. We'll see how that goes. But the but the the point is this, so the podcast is the same for all you normal podcast listeners and the videos and uh, who watch it on YouTube and so on. It's all exactly the same as it always is. So if you're thinking, oh, Jesus, this is going to be completely different, it's not. It's just, as you probably have learned, if you've listened to any number of our episodes in the past, one of the things that I think is really, I think is really important <laughs> is to continually push us into outside of our comfort zone. It's true, but you know what's really weird is because it's my clubhouse and not yours because you haven't got one yet. Every time you're speaking and somebody jumps into the room, they're going to think that I've got a bloke's voice, <laughs> <laughs> or that I've got a split personality. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's, as I say, this could completely crash and burn. <laughs> Yeah, you'll have to say that your um, your gender is he, she, her, him, like yeah. everything. Yeah. Just like it's what, what do they call it? Fluid gender, yeah, whatever. Absolutely, it is. to the minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's constantly Even changing. Both at the same time. Yeah. So it's a really random way to start this podcast. So if you're completely confused, I apologise. Um, so we're just going to reset the dial and. I'm going to ask you, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about self-care, <laughs> which seems quite funny now you're just ramping it up again. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, well, self-care, self-care for entrepreneurs. Um, mm. Today's Valentine's Day um, and it's important to love yourself just as much as it is to love your partner. Um, yeah. And I think that's something that so many of us don't do. And if anything, it's more important to love yourself because you can only love somebody else or give to somebody else or serve somebody else once you're sorted you know if you you can't work from like a depleted cup as it were agreed although there's a lot of negative connotations that come with that with saying that yeah but there shouldn't be that's the no there shouldn't Uh, because because people get the because in fact if you're from the uk i don't know if it's that popular outside of the uk but a, a phrase to put someone down is oh they clearly love themselves. It's that yeah. is a put down. It's yeah. like if someone's coming across quite arrogant, yeah, um, or whatever it is. It's a it's considered it. The connotations to it is selfishness, mm-hmm. uh, like a disregard for other people's care. But all again, of those that's things. different. That's that's like ego. That's not taking care of yourself so that you can then do the best for others. Right. That's just putting yourself above others all the time and not caring about others. That's right. a different thing. This self-care is more that, you know, you want to be able to help more, but you can't do that when you're exhausted or when you're burnt out or when you're not thinking straight or when you're stressed or any of these things that are caused by not taking care of yourself. Yeah, and, okay, so... It's like in a plane, put it put it that way. So if, if you're on a, you know, when they do the whole, you know, put your mask on before you help somebody else, if the uh, plane's okay, about to, okay. same thing. Yeah. You can't help somebody else if you've got no oxygen. Yeah. But they have to remind you of that in a plane because it's counterintuitive to how we are as humans. Well, especially if you're a child, certainly. Yeah, exactly. We tend to put other people first all the time and forget that we need help too. We need ourselves. So, okay, so this is something that you and I both recognised last year, in 2020, right? So, um, I, 
we've always had some understanding that, and if you've listened to any of our previous episodes, we've always had some kind of concept of managing your headspace and making sure what you're consuming both in terms of food and also what you're consuming mentally um, keeps you as strong as possible and sets your future self up for for the best possible self right so so that is something that we have had kind of some form of regimen for is that the way to say regime regime um (laughs) for for years Mm. so that's so that's fine but i would say it was highlighted more than ever last year when because we went we were placed under like and we're not unusual in this. We we get it. There was a there's there still is now a lot of people being placed under a huge amount of stress and pressure and and basically um, things that they you you don't necessarily deserve, right? You, that people don't deserve to be put through and there's unfair and all this kind of stuff, right? So, yeah. and and we were definitely going through that a lot last year, um, without and I'm not going to go into the weeds on it, but. I think it was about the April time. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was late. It was late March yeah. into the April where it was like suddenly we were getting attacked from all sides, and it was like Jesus yeah. Christ, how's this all come about? And we, I remember you and I sitting down in, in during that period and having a really like a conversation about okay, there's no trying to gloss over this. There's no trying to make things seem better than they are or put in a, cause I would naturally always put a, a optimistic, like happy, like shine on something. Yeah. And I remember turning around to you in like the March and April and just saying, it's crap. Like every, like there's no other way to put it. Yeah. Like this is what we're currently going through is absolutely, absolutely horrendous. And like, and it's definitely some of the worst times that you and I have ever been through. Yeah. In life and then in business, so there's no, there's, but there's there's no good way to put it. No. The only the only thing we can do is try and shore ourselves up. Exactly. Yeah. To 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 cope with the punches in the face. Yeah. And sometimes there isn't a bright side. But the opposite the is problem, true as right? well. Even if everything's going brilliantly. Yeah. You know, you, you can still very easily burn out. Um, yeah. Because you're again, you you're not kind of stopping to. To just take care of yourselves. I, I, I read a, a quote, um, I can't remember who it was by now, um, but they, they've they done a book called The Energy, Energy something or other. I'll have to, I'll put it That's on the show notes. <laughs> but they, they said that as human beings, we have this kind of give and take where we're supposed to run at a million miles an hour and then rest and reset. Right. And, and that's kind of how, what we're designed to do is like go for it and then recover, go for it and then recover. Yeah. And we can't cope with going for it for too long. You yeah. have to have that recovering. But as entrepreneurs, we all kind of go, ah, oh, we can get through that. And, and that, as you said earlier, that there's this also kind of, um, you know, badge of honor for how we're, how hard you work. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, you only got, you got four hours sleep. Well, well, I only got three hours sleep. So I'm working harder than you. And yeah. you know what I mean? It's I mean, like, that's dangerous. That's really dangerous yeah. because there's, um, because there are definitely some really exceptional people out there that survive on a handful of hours a night and mm. all they do is work. Yeah. And funny enough, um, last night I was watching an interview with Elon Musk and he explained that um, he will regularly work. Um, he, well, his comment before he gave the gave what he did, his comment prior to that was, I try not to make it hit Saturdays and Sundays, but often it will. Because the question he was asked is, how the hell are you managing all of these things? Because he was being questioned about SpaceX at the time. Right. And um, and the the interviewer said to him at the time, they said, well, just that, just SpaceX mm-hmm. and all the goals that you've got for SpaceX is enough for one person. It's more, it's like too big for one yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. So how are you involved in all of these other projects as well? And... Um, and he explained that he was late for this interview. And he said, one of the reasons why is because I was in an important meeting before coming to this. He said, and generally I'll take meetings um, that go into 1, 2 a.m. in the morning. Mm. He said, that's really common. And he said, I try not to let it go in Saturdays and Sundays, but it regularly it will be at like 1, 2 in the morning. 
And so then he was asked, well, how, how much you sleep? And he's like, well, I'll, I'll sleep. I get about six hours a night's sleep. But you've got to ask yourself. It's like, I mean, he's now the richest man in the world. Yeah. Okay. But there's, and, and he feels like he's got a really strong purpose, right? Mm-hmm. He has to do all of that kind of stuff. And if that's what you want to be, then great. Mm. But I would say that a vast majority of us, like normal human beings, if yeah. you like, don't want that. No. There's, we don't want to send someone to Mars. Mm. We don't want to be the biggest car company on the planet that yeah. does so, um, does electric cars. We, we Most of us want some kind of balance mm. between, I want to spend time with my wife, I want to spend time with my kids, yeah. I, want to, I want to spend time in the garden, I want to go visit my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but somebody like Elon Musk, that doesn't even register. No, but it, it might not be. I mean, I don't know. I've not heard any interviews or anything with him recently. I don't know what his kind of lifestyle is other than working hard but but it doesn't come down to just oh how much you work it, it's about eating the right stuff it's about mm. filling your head with the right things um standing guard of the doors of your mind which, as we've said before like not letting too much negativity in and negative people around you it's about working out you know that's what saved both of us during most of last year yeah. when we were stressed you know we would just get on the treadmill um, and yeah. that really really helped us or go for a walk outside or whatever yeah so, even when even when it was a situation where we felt okay this was that we have too much we had too many fires to fight mm. to take a break yeah it's like you have to exactly you have to walk away from that because there is you have a when you're concentrating on a piece of work or a problem, it's deplete that concentration and your ability to to deal with it is depleting from the moment you start it. It's 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 not a constant. Mm. The, the moment you begin whatever that project is, you get less and less effective as each minute passes. And in fact, um, there's a book I'm reading at the moment by oh my goodness, it's ironic that I can't even remember the. <laughs> Jim Quick, I think his name is, and it's all about um, like trying to get your brain stronger, its right. ability to read faster, remember things better. And it's ironic that I can't remember the name of the book, <laughs> but um, but the point is, he talks about in that the human brain is only has actual capacity to actually really do focus work for twenty minutes. Yeah. Outside of twenty minutes, it's like you're done. Yeah. And that's the same for, and it's not just focused work in. Um, like trying to get a task done, it might be that you've got a report to read, it might be that you've got some study to go through or whatever it is. And what he was explaining was that you always, the way your brain works is you have the best capacity to remember the very, you remember the very first thing that you read mm-hmm. and the very last thing you read. Right. But the bit in between, your brain will just completely forget. Yeah, okay. So, um, and it's very, and he said in most cases, most studies are that, they, they show that um, like people forget within less than an hour the stuff that they've just been doing, the right. stuff that they've been like trying to consume. If they're questioned on it, they don't really remember mm. it. Hence, I don't remember the name of his book. <laughs> but the point is that if you're thinking, oh, okay, I'm just going to stay up all night just to solve this problem, yeah. or I'm going to work all day on trying to solve this issue, all all that's going to happen is the stress and tension that you're going to experience is just going to increase yeah. as you get more annoyed with yourself yeah. that you're not delivering and you're, you're getting distracted and that you're procrastinating. Yeah. That's your body and brain's way of saying that we've done our 20 minutes now, we've done mm-hmm. our half hour, whatever it is. It's like, I need a break. I need well, and it just else. spirals because, you, you know, you'll end up snapping at your kids and then mm-hmm. that causes some kind of tension or argument or whatever you know so you've got to take out these these times to to give yourself that's that self-care and you know things like um you know having a massage because you want one rather than getting to the point where you're broken and you really need it yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's, it's these kind of like preventative measures as well and being able to say no to people when yeah. you know that you, you you're already at full tilt you can't you can't do anymore getting yourself an assistant if you need one so that you can offload some of your work. You know, there's there's loads of different ways, but you've really got to just understand that you're only human. There's only so much you can give. Even Elon Musk or whoever, there yeah. is only so much you can do. And you have to kind of allow help and um, and put yourself first in a way in order to, to be able to do more. Yeah, I think the problem is we, we kind of treat ourselves a bit like a machine. Yeah. 
whatever it is, it's just like, okay, I'm just going to crack on. See, and I think we see self-care and um, asking for help both as weaknesses. Yeah. And they're actually not, they're strengths. You've got to kind of look at it the other way around. You yeah. Know? And, the, and you've also got to remember that the people that, that you may have seen online that are these kind of 100 mile an hour, like they, they sleep three hours a night and they're working all the time and they're just raw all the time. Like, there's, there's a couple of things about that. The reality is, they're probably not, but that's the persona that they want to emulate, right? That mm. they want to push, okay? So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is you've got to remember that, let's say they are doing that. Well, it's physically or mentally not possible to do that for a long period of time. It's just not. No. So they are doing it for a long period of time, and they're genuinely doing it. You've got to ask yourself, well... What else is is falling apart at that point, or what else? And there was a big thing. I remember there was a. I remember listening to um, a podcast discussion, and there was a big debate about um, amphetamine use in the states for certain business owners mm. who were just on uppers and downs yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time yeah. because they felt this pressure. And software developers in Silicon Valley mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Like there was, there was a lot of, there was this, I remember listening to this debate and before I listened to that debate, I was like, I had no idea that that was even a mm. thing. And then I said, well, how else are you supposed to get this work done? Well, it was a big thing with students as well, wasn't it? Where they were taking ADHD drugs. Yes. Um, when they didn't have ADHD, just yeah. to be able to study more and focus more because it focused their brain. Yeah. And, and it's dangerous, right? Yeah, it's yeah. dangerous to be setting, like, it's, it's, the reason why those situations and circumstances happen is because either you set yourself an unrealistic goal or somebody else is applying that unrealistic goal upon you and you're not brave enough to turn around and say, that's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. I'm not prepared to do that. That's like you're asking from me. Something. And don't get me wrong, there's things in business where you definitely have to step up and you definitely have to work really hard. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. But, it ha- but you have to understand, okay... All right, I'm not going to be able to jump over a house, but I need to get things to enable me to climb over the house. Yeah, so I need yeah. a ladder. I need, and the same with a business. You need, you need systems. There's limitations that you physically and mentally have that you need to mitigate for through systems and processes and, and making sure that when you are stepping up for that, that hard work, that you're in the, the best physical and mental state possible to... Do that. Yeah, by exactly. eating right, yeah. by doing all of these things. Yeah, exactly. Because others, you just, as I say, will be burnt out. You won't um, be effective. You won't. Um, you won't get the most out of other people. You're also setting a really bad example as well. Yeah. You know, if if you're operating on burnout and um, and not at, at full capacity, that's what your team will do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's what your colleagues will do. That's what your kids will do. Uh, so you're, you're setting a really bad example if, you, if you're not kind of putting that level of care in first. We are always borrowing from something. Mm. Like there's not, it's, if you don't have balance, there's going to be, there's going to be something that's slipping away. And the problem is in most cases, if you're, if you are running at full tilt on something, the only time that you realise that something is slipping away is once it's broken. Yeah. Once it's gone past the point where you can do much about it. Yeah. And the reality is life is all about nuance, right? Like like subtle little, okay, subtle little things. It's like, it's like in a relationship, right? You, you, do, you do yourself a lot of good when, like with our kids, right? Mm. And with us as a family, mm. right? The four of us. I think, I don't know how many times in a day... We all say it to each other, but it, the whole I love you thing mm. that goes around the house from morning till night, mm. that's constant. That happens like hugs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens constantly in our house, yeah. right? And you think, okay, well, and, it, and it's, just an, it's just part of the way we live, right? Yeah. But then you look at the opposite, like when that never happens. Yeah. And, and it would be easy for that not to happen because it takes effort to do the... The other thing until it becomes just a ha- just yeah. what we all do, right? But how much do you how to, do you do that for yourself? You don't. Yeah, yeah. You, you do quite. I mean, you're you're better than I am. You you will um, recognize when you need to have a nap, or you know, I'm just gonna take some time out and have a bath, or watch um, 
something like Top Gear, something you enjoy, you know, your cars and stuff like that. Whereas I'll tend to guilt trip myself yeah. um, and be like, oh, I can't do that because, you know, this project over here is not working quite right. So if I go and do something, then I'm a, I'm a bad person because that's not right. And so I shouldn't be doing something else until that's yeah. fixed kind of thing. Well, you, you're, well, it's worse than that for you because it's not just so that's fixed. It's, well, I'm in work mode now. Mm. Well, I'll pick that thing up as well now. Mm. You, you don't have an off mm. when you're in that frame of mind. And to be honest, I didn't have much of an off uh, and, until last year. Mm. And then I was like, then because I, I was getting deeply frustrated with some of these challenges we were facing in March and April because every challenge we had before March and April last year we could sit down, have a conversation, and create a solution. Mm. Like it, it would never, it would never be a problem that would last longer than that day. No, like well, the solution maybe would be. A few days, but yeah. But generally, the generally the solution would be in play. Yeah. Right. But with the problems we were facing in March and April last year, there was nothing we could do. No. There was no, there was no solu- solution to create. We yeah. were literally strapped in, and it was like. You're done. Well, that's what's been so difficult about the pandemic, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I was talking to a neighbour earlier, and that's one of the things we were saying about. It's like, when when does this all end? Yeah. You know, there, there still isn't an end in sight, really. Well, that's despair, though, isn't it? I mean, that's the um, that's that's the thing that I, I, I don't know if I referenced it in a previous episode, but I, I definitely talked to my um, I either talked to you or my one of my relatives about it. But if you look at all the big, like big books, mm. big classics, right? There's always like the one I always reference is Lord of the Rings. I yeah. must have talked about this in, in a previous episode. But um, where there's always like you have the heroes, yeah, and they and they and they go off to fight the great battle or whatever it is or do the great thing that they got to do against these um, these odds. And they get beaten down, beaten down, beaten down, and you think, oh, they're going to get through this, and then they get, and then they start to win. And you're like, yay, the hero's going to win, and then all of a sudden they get properly beaten down, like to the point, and you you look and you go, oh, they're done. And not only do they get done, like where they're fried, and you just think, okay, the hero's finished, but the the enemy, the thing that they're fighting against, gets even stronger, even bigger than ever. Right. And, you th- and that's what it does in The Lord of the Rings. If you watch Lord of the Rings, you've got these hobbits that go off and you go got all this kind of stuff. And they get beaten back, beaten back, and then they start to make some headway. And then suddenly all of the armies come out against yeah. them and all this kind of stuff. And, and now you've got these two little hobbits climbing up the mountain, <laughs> right? That, and you think, there's no way. It's impossible, right? And in that moment, it's all despair. Mm. It's all just, what's the point? And that's how I feel that's the phase that all of us are going through. Mm. Like in this COVID stuff right yeah, now. It's yeah. like there's people that are just taking on despair because they had their, okay, we'll fight the battle. Yeah. Oh, this is really scary. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to get through it. And then and they get through it and then they get knocked down again. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we're done. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've been hit now. And in the UK, people have been, they're now experiencing their third lockdown and they're done. Yeah, there's quite. A, we saw a huge change in people's rhetoric over yeah. there since what November of last year, November twenty twenty, where you could fit, you could hear the defeat in them, mm. and so they're just in despair. But it's like no, no, no. There will be a light. Mm. There will be something the other side. But they're just spending all their time consuming this mm. stuff. That's the problem. But again, yeah. self care. Exactly. Yeah, you shouldn't be be watching or or reading all this stuff at the moment. I mean dip into it if you need to for, for whatever reason but but balance it with empowering stuff and, and things like that to counteract the, the negativity that you're swamping yourself with yeah you need to set yourself up so that it's that so that your day and your your life is improving mm. as time goes on and it's incremental changes yeah. right it doesn't need to be this or whole thing, and that, well, that's what we did We've talked about journaling and stuff as well, haven't we? Yeah, it's, in previous episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is again another form of, of self care, is to just kind of take that that space to process what's going on, and and you know, um, not what, what did we say when in the journaling? Not um, be no assumptions. Don't assume. Yeah. You know, question what's going on, and take the time to kind of explore that when you're journaling. Yeah, it's 
And that's what we experienced definitely in March and April. I say March and April, but from March say, onwards. <laughs> from the majority March, of the year, really. Yeah, and into this, <laughs> yeah. right? There's, but that, I, I, I remember um, like having the, it was like a switch that went off in my brain. It was just like, oh, wow, I'm going to, um, I, I would go out and I'd cut the lawn. You know, or I'd go, I'd go do something that was physical, right? Yeah. I'd do something that was just, it wasn't exercise. I mean, we were, ex, we exercise a lot anyway, but we were, ex, at the time I was like doing weights in the morning and then running in the evening yeah. every day just to keep, because it helped keep my sanity. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, just go out there and do something that's got nothing to do with anything to do with business, nothing to do with finances, nothing to do with global like pandemics or yeah, anything yeah. like that. It's just, okay. Can I grow some tomatoes? You <laughs> yeah. know, that it was as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. But, and I remember thinking to myself, the only reason why I'm doing this is not because I, I don't even like tomatoes, <laughs> but it's not for any other reason other than I need my brain to just detach from thinking about all this stuff. Yeah. And that can come with drawing, painting, yeah, exactly. anything, right? Yeah, it's just taking that time out. Um, I mean, we talked about like, busying your hands didn't we so that your brain can just be able to switch off yeah um and and listening to stuff because again at the time you listen to a lot of um stoics kind of stuff yeah. because that helps you um and that that helps you you feel better um just taking a bath and listening to an audio book yeah you know, any it doesn't have to be complex but it just you just need to give your time yourself time and i think i because i feel a constant pressure because we're rebuilding one business we're building another business we're doing this podcast and that there is way too much to do yeah um and if i'm not kind of doing it all the time then then something's wrong but you do still need to take that time back otherwise you just but also you kind of get it's not just a a self-care from a burnout point of view but also from a kind of um i don't know how to describe it you need to just change change up what's going on you know you, your brain can't think about work stuff or find solutions to problems all the time it needs to have that downtime for the creativity to kick back in again exactly right well yeah. that that was the point i was going to make is that you going back to what we said earlier about waiting for things to break mm. it's like you can't do that because when you wait for something to break it's too late yeah it's like the problem's way larger and way way bigger an issue way bigger an issue than it needed to be if so the self-care aspect is you have to think about this as being a daily like as part of your daily activities like me going out in the garden and doing that kind of stuff i was like that's what i'm gonna do every day yeah and spend a portion of the day doing that thing yeah and you have to you wouldn't run a machine on 100 percent 24 7 you know it would break and well that's what you did to the treadmill <laughs> It did break, yeah. And that's driving us nuts because we've had it all in, haven't we? uh, I've changed the motor and it's still not working properly. (laughs) But um, but yeah, you need, you you shouldn't be thinking, oh, the next, if you're listening to this or watching this, you shouldn't be thinking, oh, the next time I feel a bit stressed or blue about something, then I'll, uh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll I'll, I'll go out and I'll I'll read that book or I'll have that bath. Yeah, yeah, it's like, no, 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 no. This should be, part of your daily cycle yeah because it makes you a nicer person to be around like we i had this um we had a i was on the phone to a friend of mine the other day wasn't i and um and and he like he was joking because on my personal instagram account i have my like every now and then i take a photo of like the fact that i'm doing some weights or i'm running or whatever it is and he was giving me uh he was giving me some stick about that. And he was like, oh, bloody sticking another picture up. Are you doing this? And I was like, that's, but I'm not doing it to, for that. I'm doing that to remind me to do it. Like when I look on my Instagram, page, I was like, oh, right, I've, I've been doing it all last week. I need to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. And so the reason why I'm doing it is because it makes me a nicer person. Yeah. Right. Our relationship's better yeah. when I'm working out more. Yeah. And my relationship with the children's better yeah. when I'm working out more. Um. You're like you're a lot better when you have certain patterns of behaviour that yeah. reinforce your. It's like today. I mean, it's Sunday today, but today you've spent a lot more time like with people that you enjoy their company with. Like you've just socialising everything else, you know. Just and 
just enjoying the day with the kids and with other people and everything mm. else. Because you know on some level that's recharging you. Yeah. So when we start the week again tomorrow... And so... just getting on the phone to people and, yeah, just having that, that time away from thinking of the business all the time. And, and that's... not just about the business, but about money, yeah. about stresses, yeah, about yeah. like relationships, about yeah. all of that stuff. You, you, you have to give your, yourself permission to step away from it yeah. for a little bit. Definitely. Give yourself a, a little break in some way and not a break once it's broken yeah absolutely yeah because because it, it will break that's that's the, the problem yeah, you know i mean i will still um if there is a, a deadline of some kind i will still you know work through the night or whatever because that's that's the way i'm built but i i know i'm getting to a finish point mm-hmm. it's like when we used to with the um photo booth hire when we were in it in the thick of it ourselves and december was always just nuts you could do that for a short time because we knew that January was always quiet um, yeah. and we were always like, if we can just get the other side of Christmas, we can relax. But that that wasn't too bad. I mean, I'm, I'm not advocating it because it wasn't was a particularly healthy way to live, but there was an end point coming up. Yeah. But people that just do that to themselves all the time, you end up spinning your wheels because you're just not effective. You're not moving forward. Well, I, th- I think it's worse than that. I think you it becomes your your badge of honour. Yeah. I think it becomes... like the. Yeah, busy work. Yeah. yeah, the 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 activity of being active, mm. right, irrespective of how scattergun that approach might be, mm. is kind of your cross to bear. Yeah. You know, it's like, don't talk to me. I'm busy. Don't talk to me. I'm stressed. Don't yes. talk. To me. It's a. It's. It, if anything, it's it's. For some, I've seen, and I and and I have definitely done it myself in the past. It becomes your. Uh, Thing to beat someone else over the head with, mm. you know. If if you've got if you because you what the problem with being in that state where you are not looking after yourself, you're completely focused on one particular thing, one particular challenge, and you do that for too long, is you start getting resentful, mm. and you get resentful that nobody else understands how hard you're working. Yeah. Nobody else understands the pressure that you're under. Nobody else understands this problem and the stresses that you're putting yourself under. And you're infuriated with yourself because you still haven't created the solution. Yeah. And you're infuriated with everybody else because nobody's come and saved the day for you. Yeah. So the moment any loved one or anybody who cares for you comes forward and goes, I think you should just take a break. You want to punch him in the face. <laughs> you just want to you just want to lash out. Mm. And, you, and, and you do that by saying... I'm really stressed about, I'm really worried about this and just, you've got to give me space because I just need to get this done. And it's like, well, okay, yeah, we get it. Like, we have the same issues. Like, we all have these pressures. But if you're being, re- if you if you weren't you if, you, if you could lift yourself out of yourself and stand apart and be uber critical about your effectiveness uh, in your application of whatever you're doing, are you really being that effective? Yeah. Exactly. Or are you just creating an enormous amount of noise? Yeah. And and that's the case with a lot of very busy people that we meet. Yeah, yeah, 100%. They're, they're busy doing non-essential stuff yeah. a lot of the time, right? Yeah. And we're guilty of that because it's yeah. a really easy trap to get down, especially in startup phase. Yeah. Where you're bouncing from one possible project to another and another. Yeah. But you have to be, if you're going to be really tough on yourself, it's in the, like kind of the assassination of, pointless tasks well, i think in service-based businesses as well it's it's really if you're especially if you're a people pleaser that's i always refer to myself as a recovering people pleaser yeah. um you end up just doing loads of extra stuff for other people that's that's not really moving the needle forward but because you're just in people pleasing mode and yeah it's just um, i mean my mum's a classic example of that isn't she the, the extra loads of extra work she does for her students which really doesn't need doing um, not at all but but she thinks well, it doesn't that's... move the needle for the student no that and that, and that's the i mean that's the lesson for all of us in business yeah. right you could if you look at it from your mum's perspective the value that she creates for the student mm. is especially when you know what she's doing yeah, right it's, it's like oh my god you all of that and yeah. you're getting paid pittance to do all of that yeah. but from the student's side it's like it doesn't mean anything no. it's not moving the needle for the students yeah. so they can't appreciate well, they don't, the value well they don't even see it exactly they you know um most people think that they're paying for the the half an hour that 
that person's teaching them in front yeah. of them. They don't realise all the, the background work that's going on. Yeah. But then it becomes part of, if we're not wishing to analyse your mother on this podcast, but then it, it, but if you look at it, it's that kind of trying to seek value in other people, external yeah. value from everybody else. Purpose is coming but again, from trying to get that self-love. value. You're not yeah. loving yourself. You're not putting yourself first. Yeah. Um, and that's that's why I always refer to myself as a recovering people pleaser because I've, it's taken me a while to learn that that's not the right path. If I really genuinely want to help people, I need to sort myself out first. Yeah. Um, because then I can help others. But that goes into the whole when you hear people talking about acceptance. Yeah. Right? Is you've got to accept mm-hmm. that what what is mm. and be present mm. like when people always say those things i always think oh here we go it's like now we're going to go off into this meditation and and whatever else it is but in a lot of ways if you really think about it it's like by by accepting and being present it actually detaches you from all of those stresses yeah yeah right all of those pressures because you're not you're not thinking of what if, what if, what if, what if, mm. and oh, I need to be here and I need to be there. It's like, it's almost like, okay, let's just go into neutral. Yeah. And just take a breath for a minute. And yeah. and we were, who was that guy that I always talk about with? The Power of Now guy. Right. You remember what his name is? Yeah, Eckhart Tolle. There we go. Yeah, that was the first book I ever, I did it on Audible, yeah. but I ever consumed. And I was just like, it really woke me up to that concept of, Oh, and I think I did that book when we were doing a ludicrous number of events and right. we were running around like headless chickens and in the photo booth hire business. And um, I was like, oh, I need to forget about what just happened and what, yeah. happens, what yeah. happens in the next few hours. Just take a moment. Yeah, and you've got to realise that life's to be lived now. And I think, I think people like... Um, like Elon Musk and stuff like that you, that you've mentioned and, and maybe... Um, you know, Steve Jobs, um, Amazon guy that's just completely vanished. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Um, all of these kind of people are exceptional, not just in what they do, but as you say, their, their drive, that is everything for them. But if you're wanting kind of a more r- rounded life, as, as we've always said about um, like enjoying the journey and being where you are, and as you say, the, the power of now... You, you need to realise that it, it doesn't have to all be done now. You don't have to be racing. It's like, for example, when we went travelling, um, we still had our businesses. We had the kids to homeschool. We had a, a hundred things to fit in. But we also had to appreciate where we were. Yeah, all what, the time. What's the point going to Bali and Thailand and all these wonderful places if we were just going to be sat inside working, which we could have quite easily done. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. we still want, we're still ambitious. We still wanted the business to get to a certain place. And... But we realised, thankfully, and, and, and I think that's what travelling actually did for us, was that, no, you need to put the laptop away and go enjoy where you are for the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and if you look back, even if we'd have moved the business forward loads, we'd still be in the same position we are now. Because yeah. we didn't know that there was a pandemic coming around the corner exactly. that would close the events industry. So you've got to, you know, and from a completely different perspective you don't know if a you know bus is going to come and run you over so you, yeah. you've got to make the most of of now and and self-love is definitely a big part of that well i'd say it's more important today than in than for most people than any other previous time mm. in that if you're in the uk right now the reality is your you and your family are, are basically stuck within four walls mm. in your property. You can't go anywhere, you can't do anything, everything else, you, you're just stuck. And the kids are at home all the time and there's no escape. So the, the problem is when you live in a house with a bunch of other people, it's like everything is covered in petrol. You know, it's <laughs> like the slightest spark and it just everything goes off. Yeah. Like it, someone, one person in the in the house can walk out, and, and we've had it, right? We've had like our daughter is turning eleven um, very soon, and um, like everything's a drama. <laughs> everything's a drama. Yeah. And like she will walk out in the mornings of her room, and it will be like morning, and like if she wants to create a drama first thing in the morning, yeah. she will. 
from the moment she Within walks out of the room. With, I want to wear those slippers, not those slippers. I want this, I want all that. <laughs> exactly. And, and you find yourself going from chilled, quiet, calm to, I'm in a battle here yeah. and everyone's getting really tense and it goes right around the whole house. Yeah. And everybody's tense. Yeah. And for adults, because kids have a way of like switching gear. Mm. Like for some, I don't know if it's just ours, but certainly ours anyway. They can go from heated discussion, end of the world, to everything's fine. They're almost meditating. They're so chilled <laughs> in a in a second, yeah. in a nanosecond. Yeah. For you and I, it'll take hours. Yeah, yeah. It might even ruin the whole day. Yeah. And that's the problem when you're in the current situation in these yeah. households because you might be the spark that's creating that that fire to go off. Yeah. And it might be as a result of a conversation that you had two days ago with somebody that antagonised you in the household mm-hmm. and you still haven't got over it yet. And you're still resenting them and or in some way, shape or form. Mm. And everything they're doing is irritating you. Mm. And, and so you need to kind of give yourself permission to go, okay, let it go. Mm. Find something to do that's for me, yeah. that sorts my headspace out and everything else. It has to be every single day yeah. because all the time you're surrounded by all these people, you're, yeah, you're playing with fire. Yeah. Well, it's like what about podcast guests said about um, when she was talking about uh, drinking water, just simple act of drinking water, mm. um, you know, improved her health tenfold. And it's a very simple thing to do. But she had to make the step. Just remind me to take a sip. <laughs> but she had to make the step to to make it easier to drink water. So she had it like in a certain glass, in a certain position where she'd yeah. see it. So it's, a, a, but that is an act of self love in itself. It's yeah. recognizing that that's going to make you feel better. Yeah. And so, what can I do to bring more of this into my life and make it easy for me to make that change? Yeah. Just like changing your your food and and with the example with Annabelle you gave, you know, that's one of the reasons that you make sure you get up before the kids. Yeah quite significantly before the kids so oh, that I get you've up. got that quiet time and before yeah. you get thrown into any of that because yeah. if you open your eyes and that happens it's it's a nightmare exactly right I, yeah. and I get up at five in the morning most days and the kids generally get up at around seven mm. and because what I was finding was if I got up at seven and the first thing like I rolled out of bed walked into the landing and Belle walked out of the room and started having a argument about what slippers to wear or what <laughs> socks to wear or something like that that would just i find my i would go from zero to psycho within a, <laughs> like split second yeah and i'd be like oh this is the worst way to start the day yeah. ever and because it does stick with you for hours and yeah, hours yeah. It, even though you might be getting involved in everything else you just it's this sense of tension that yeah. I, you, I couldn't shake for ages well, and, and another small example is um from that time, March, April, where we were really struggling with a few individuals, we now never read our email at night. Yeah, exactly right. Because yeah. we know, yeah, they taught us that. We know what that can do to us. So we, we never, ever read email at night in case there's something there that will just, you end up stewing on overnight. Well, yeah. Sorts. Well, we had some of these individuals that were literally, they you, you just knew what they were doing. They were sat at home. With a bottle of wine, blah, 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 blah. I know what I'll do. And they just send out, yeah, send out this really toxic, hateful, yeah. awful messages. Yeah. And we'd be like, uh, what? And and it would always come through between 10 and 11 or something yeah. like that, wouldn't exactly. it? And that's normally when we're done for yeah. the day. And, and of course, your adrenaline kicks in and there's nothing you can do about no. it, right? And... Yeah, so we, we were like, never again. <laughs> but even if it's nowhere near that extreme, you know, just if you've you've pitched for something and they've come back saying, oh, no, not now, whatever, exactly. it's still going to make you flat in the evening, which is not what you need before you're going to go to bed. So Yeah, or in business, it could be a complaint about something. Yeah, exactly. It could be, yeah. a, or someone's got a problem about something and everything else. And, I and always... you can't do anything about it at night, so why do that to yourself? Exactly right, exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, so... It's, again, that's the whole self-love thing again, yeah. I suppose, isn't Self-care, it? It's like, yeah. it's treating yourself like you would you would treat somebody else, right? Yes. It's like treating yourself like you're somebody worthy of being treated well. Mm. And I think, I think the problem with this pandemic and everything else is everybody has been so focused externally yeah. on that and the fear of it and all this kind of stuff that we've kind of forgotten yeah. that bit. 
And if you were somebody, by the way, um, I've just come off TikTok. Oh, you uh, did. I'm gonna I'm no, gonna shut our about. thing down. On yeah. Um, this is a bit of a random curveball, but one of the reasons why I've come away from it, um, I, st- I still published something today, but I think I'm gonna remove this from it entirely. Um, one of the reasons why is because as a platform, it's it's a pretty scary platform in terms of what it does. But um, one of the things I thought was really really sad was. Um, I, I can't think of the, the number of times I've seen, but it's a lot, where people have been going and videoing themselves on TikTok in tears, mm. asking for people to like and to help them on TikTok. Wow. And I'm like, that, it's like these people, you're, you're playing with fire with yeah, that, yeah. right? Because you only take some idiot troll or you're just yeah. asking somebody on a TikTok stream who's just scrolling through yeah, yeah. to be well, a that's good a Samaritan. That's the complete opposite of self-love. That's putting all your validation and everything, all your thoughts about yourself into other people's hands, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and so yeah. It, like reaching out on social media for some some approval or, or in the hope that someone will give you something back is you should definitely never do that. Mm. Ever, ever, ever do it. Like it's because... Because there's, there's a couple of things that's going to happen to you if you ever do that, right? The first is you're going to get a troll. Someone's going to be an idiot, mm. right? And they don't care. And in fact, some people just want to burn the, the place down and just go, right, okay, how far can I push you? You know, and they don't care. There's no, there's no consequence. So one, don't do that. The second thing is silence. Like yeah, yeah. It's apathy just, is just as yeah. hard to deal with mm. as a troll. So you can put... Uh, someone help me on your Facebook or on your or on TikTok or something like that. But if you get silence, that's going to be devastating. Mm-hmm. So please, if you're listening to this and this is a really tough time and you're thinking, okay, well maybe I need to do some strategies. Maybe I need, maybe I need some help. Uh, please don't do it on reach out to like a social media, like in the hope that they're going to help. By all means, reach out to individuals yeah. directly that could be a support to you, absolutely, but not through like a main feed. Yeah, and look after, that's, that's this episode is all about, look after yourself more. Yeah. You know, you look up, I mean, because I've, I've learned over the years and well, really kind of helped by, by you recognising it in me, is that when I do work too hard and I push myself into burnout, I'm going to crash the other side. Yeah, 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 and you always see that coming before I do, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll often say to me, "You need to stop because you're going to crash." And yeah, when you're crash, is not because that's the thing, isn't it? Because crashing to a lot of people is is a lot of different things to a lot yeah. of people, right? So, so when people hear the word "oh, I crash," mm. the assumption is, "Oh, you're just tired and you just want to sleep all the time." Yeah, that's not necessarily how exhaustion and crashing looks for a lot no. of people. In most cases. It's depression. Mm-hmm. It's like emotionally, like just all over the place and can't can't process anything. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why nervous breakdowns yeah, happen, yeah. right? Is be that's crashing. Crashing isn't okay. I'm gonna work my butt off until uh, till I crash and then I'm just gonna sleep for a week. That's not the way it works. Well, and you you undo if you're on a long ongoing thing. You undo everything you've done. I mean, there has definitely been occasions where like that come to mind like the procurement business that we had where there is an immovable deadline and mm. I do have to keep going if, if something's gone wrong with a big order or whatever there are there and, and again with smiley booth you know wedding dates don't move just because you don't fill up yeah. to it so um you know there are definitely circumstances where I've had to keep going for whatever reason as as have you uh, in times as well um but if you're on an ongoing thing just don't do that to yourself because no. you may like work like a trojan for three days and then you you go into meltdown for three days and you've just done done you know you're back at square one so but that's another example of self (laughs) care isn't it it's a it's a don't allow your your diary to dictate your mental and physical health yes and there are 
don't I mean, take on too much. Yeah, and we de- definitely did that. I remember... Loads of times. Yeah. And you would absolutely do that in your business. And I think you definitely do it when you're younger as well. You seem to think that you can just take on the world when you're kind of in your 20s and you've got the energy. Yeah, yeah, I can just say, oh, and I'll do that. Yeah, and I'll do that as well. And then you don't realise until it's too late. Well, there's a reason why people fall over dead. Mm. (laughs) You know, it's it's, without being overdramatic, it's there's the reality is you can't, you can't push yourself in stressful environments for that long a period mm. it's just too dangerous right. as you get older mm. it's way too dangerous but yeah yeah absolutely so i hope that's helped valentine's day go love yourself <laughs> yeah definitely and yeah don't wait until things start to crack like just shore yourself up every day that should be your thing you do now like if you're listening to this now it's like okay how can i make today great so i'm completely optimized for the day it's yeah. like that i'm actually enjoying the day that this is fun that okay i live with a psychopath who loves to just <laughs> trip me up the moment they walk out the door sometimes it's like okay well how can you do what could you do for tomorrow yeah. that mitigates some of that and resolves some of that issue for you and building it in daily as well i think is important because if you are someone like me that um i mean you joked on yesterday's podcast because we had the laptop up and i was reading things you that i whenever the laptop's open that i get kind you of disappear sucked into yeah it. So if, you, if you've got that kind of personality, then then build a, a certain break into your day every day so yeah. that it becomes a habit. Like the, the French, for example, we're living here in France, are, are absolutely ruthless about their lunch break, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. 12 till 2, you can't talk to a French person. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> All the business is closed. Everything's shut. Yeah. They are so protective over their lunch break. Yeah, it's like that's when we all get together, eat and drink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so build that in for yourself. You know, if you if you need to do a, um, you know, a a walk with your your headphones on and everybody leave you alone, or you have a bath every night or whatever it is, but have that kind of half an hour where you get to decompress. Yeah, and stop thinking nine till five yeah. as well. If you're somebody who's been used to working nine yeah, to five, now, it's just yeah, like, it's like oh well, I do that this evening. It's like. So do you have to? Yeah. Like I will regularly um, just run uh, one in the afternoon. Yeah. I'll be like, right, I'm done. I've cracked out a load or of work. Or do a meditation sometimes, don't you? You're, you're Paul McKenna, you often do in the day. Yeah, I'll be like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Well, especially in that kind of lull bit. Well, especially because you've got up at five anyway. So exactly. It's like you've got, got your time that end of the day. Yeah, so stop, stop thinking in nine to five and, okay, well, I've got this much time in the morning, I've got this much time in the evening. It's like... If you're stuck at home like many people are right now, you can structure the day however you want. Yeah. Yeah, do what works for you. Mm. Cool. That was episode... 87. That's what you said at the beginning. Didn't I say 86? No, I said 86 and you said, no, it's 87. Now I'm confused. (laughs) I don't know anymore. I think it might be right. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thank you.